The Gospel Shaped Home Podcast is a family discipleship resource from Providence Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina that aims to equip you and your family to be on mission with God to the end of the street and the ends of the earth. Welcome back to this episode of Gospel Shaped Home. I'm Andy Owens, pastor of family discipleship here at Providence and uh, glad that you have tuned in to another episode. I've got Brian Nelson beside me. Brian. Hey, Andy. Welcome. (laughs) Good to be here. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Um, and across the table from us, once again, we're joined by Carl and Shanna Moss. Carl, Shanna, welcome back. Hey, Andy. Thank you. Glad you are here. Um, tell me how long it takes to get to Romania. <laughs> if you're traveling with Brian, about three days. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> and I really don't know the answer to this question. What does it have to do with the uh, pecans? We're, I have a son with an allergy to tree nuts, so we don't eat pecans. But Well, then he didn't need to be on this trip. Okay. <laughs> Our son has an allergy to pecans too, or tree nuts as yeah, well. Tree, yeah, yeah. We just we just keep them away from him. Okay, but you keep them in your house. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just separately. Separate, yeah. But he's older, so true, true. Okay, pure energy food. That's all they are. <clears throat> okay, but these were covered in sugar. I guess indeed. indeed. <laughs> yes, they were. Okay. Um, any? Uh, what is your favorite ethnic cuisine? I didn't ask you that last time. What kind of food do you like to eat? All kinds. Yeah. Well. (laughs) I love traveling and eating local. Okay. Trying local foods, and we both like that. Going to Holes in the Wall. Okay. It's great stuff. And you like smoking meat as well. I do like smoking meat, and Shanna likes eating smoked meat. So it works out really well. So do I. We have that in common. <laughs> so, okay. Really, really subtle there, Andy. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to make sure you were aware. I actually have some leftover smoked meat for lunch today. I'm so excited. Um, okay. Sorry. Welcome back to this episode. We're joined by Carl and Shanna again, and we're talking about chapter six of Dave Harvey's book, I Still Do. Uh, defining moment number five, when your spouse suffers. Now, this chapter is about hard moments, and he he dives into the deep end right away, really. He says, marry someone and you're yoked to their well-being. Uh, you know, there's, there's the reality that we all uh, suffer and bear our own wounds, but marriage summons us to multiply the suffering, right, when we see our spouse suffer. Um, he talks about the relationship of suffering to age, the correlation there. Um, can you guys help us understand what he's saying and why that matters? Age to us? <laughs> oh, thanks, Andy. <laughs> no, no, that's anyone. That That's, uh, well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, where are you going with that one? <laughs> that was not uh, <laughs> intended. <laughs> but it is true. As we get older, we, we do age. Our bodies do age and we do experience a little more suffering physically. But we did experience suffering early on. Um, when one of the things that he points out is that um, affliction never knocks, it crashes. And yeah. one of the things as um, newlyweds, we um, had our kids early. We got married in May and our daughter, um, our first daughter was born the following October. Um, and um, with all pregnancies, I had hyperemesis. So that was kind of an affliction that crashed. We didn't expect that. And so walking through that suffering was was something that was unexpected, as well as some of the other things that we walked through. So yeah. it wasn't just aging. 
I think part of the significance is that um, it, it's kind of obvious, right? As we get older, our bodies are are um, crumbling under the f- you know futility of this this world that's under a crown, a curse of thorns. But when we're young, we kind of feel invincible to it, and we don't anticipate it. Like we don't. We just don't deal with the reality in a sense. Yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think we, I think that's true as individuals. Like, um, just, no matter how old you are. Right. It, like, you, you just, you feel invincible. You don't think about hard things happening or, or even the inevitable, right? That we're all moving toward the same end unless the Lord returns yeah. before that time. And, and, uh, so, you know, why would, why would that not also be applied to marriage? You step into marriage and, and you think, man, you know what? We're going to conquer the world in all different kinds of ways. Not just mm-hmm. physically, like you don't think things will come at you, but but financially and mm-hmm. emotionally, like all of these things in life, um, you you don't really have a framework, I think, when you start. Well, I think early on, too, we don't even discuss it. It's, right. It's really not a topic that we want to discuss. We don't want to talk about affliction. So that even magnifies this crashing coming in even more yep. because we haven't talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, that's what, so I love it because right. He, he starts out and, and he, and he goes ahead and he, he lets the air out of that balloon really quickly. And he says on page 98, you know, in, uh, in this world, your spouse will suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, just go ahead and put it on the table, right? Like if you, if, if you live, this is going to happen. It may not look the same for every person. It may not be as extreme as some of the, uh, some people that you know, or it may be, but none of us will escape the reality. Not only will our spouse suffer, but likely we will as well, which will then become true for them. Mm-hmm. He makes the, that point at some point in the chapter. I don't remember where it was. We just said the logic is simple. When you say I do, like, you know, that most likely one of the spouses is going to suffer and die before the other, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of pain that comes from watching your spouse suffer. So, and he, he does also do a good job of, you know, he opens the chapter with the story, a really heavy story of a couple who had a happy marriage and a, just almost like a dream life for 12 years. And then she was diagnosed with breast cancer and there were several years of, of really traumatic treatment and wrestling and remission and then onset again and, and, uh, and her liver and she passed away and, and so he kind of walked through this story for a few pages and it was, you know, it's, it's heart wrenching, but then he says, not all suffering is that, um, uh, maybe just big or, right. or dramatic, right? There are things like panic attacks, migraine headaches, Crohn's disease, miscarriages, depression, PTSD. I mean, Shanna, you already mentioned just the challenge of pregnancies they can be complicated in so many ways they have so many impact impact the woman's body in so many ways and so um suffering can look big it can look small but it affects us all um it's kind of the point so he starts with two diagnostic questions uh when your spouse suffers where are you is the first one what's he mean by that when your spouse suffers where are you well, I, I think the, the bottom line is, what's, what's your underlying attitude? What's the prevailing position of your heart? Mm-hmm. Is it, is it you're, you're going to be present? Are you going to participate? Or are you just going to you know, just be passive or self-protective and, and, or ignore it yeah. altogether? Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's, a, it's less a question. I mean, you, we, if, you, if you hear that, you might be thinking, like, physically, where are you? Because there are plenty of circumstances, likely in marriage, where maybe you aren't present for all different kinds of reasons. But, but it's less about proximity, uh, like physical proximity to the suffering necessarily, and more about the, your heart's disposition in it. Are you, are you present in it? Right. Are you going to rail against it and become cynical? Right. Or like some of our instances where we've gone through uh, particular health issues, it's, you know, it's not a road we pick to be on, but we're on it nonetheless. And you just need to accept it and you need to, uh, you know, go with it head on instead of just trying to rail against it and waste energy. Yeah. Yeah. And we, when we looked at um, the examples on page 99 through a hundred, <clears throat> we were reminded at year 20, kind of a defining moment that we had um, where we just were just exhausted. And there was just one morning where we, we both were just in tears and just thought we were just, not that we couldn't go on with our marriage, but we just couldn't go on reacting the way we had been reacting to each other, um, to the Lord, with our kids. We just, we just cried out to the Lord and said, we have to, we have to change. We have to change our attitudes, um, our daily attitudes. We have to change the way we're praying. We have to change the way we're reacting to each other because um, just with these examples of, um, you know, Dave the diligent, Dave the martyr, all the things he gives, we found ourselves, not that we'd read this book, but we see our, how we were reacting and thought, yeah, we have to change the way we're responding to each other and um, see the, like we talked about with the circles, we have to see God as providential over all and he was sovereign. And it was truly a moment in which we um, incrementally began to focus in a different way yeah. um, from that point on. And we thank him for it because as we know, fifteen years later, he had more in mind for us, and yeah, it, we're grateful for that time, as hard as it was. I think it's uh, worth pointing out that uh, Shanna just said, after twenty years of marriage, they found themselves crying out for help to God. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, I thought about making a joke. Like, you mean after twenty years, you didn't have it figured out? But. Um, you well, know, and that was kind of nope. one of the things that we were <laughs> right. crying out, like, how it's many 20 years, years. Yeah, it's, how many it's years year 20. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're closing in on 17. Uh, yeah. I think the temptation is just to think, oh, yeah, we've got it made. We'll just put it on autopilot. But the reality is things are going to get worse. Sorry. <laughs> That's where suffering is going to start coming up, especially physical suffering. Yeah. Um, we're all headed down that road. Mm-hmm. Well, and we've already looked at it. It may have been. It may have been uh, when you were with us uh, uh, at the very beginning of of walking through this book. Um, he reminds us that we will be married to different people all throughout our marriage. Like we change, mm-hmm. and our circumstances change. You mean the same person? The but same. Yeah. They're, they're different. <laughs> Sorry. Same but different. Clarifying. Yes, yeah. he's saying that that it's the same person we're married to, but that person over time changes as we do, right. and so do our circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I do think, man, I I think twenty years, and you think. My goodness, that's that's a long time to be married to suddenly come to kind of this wall or a line in the sand, and yet I I know how you like I I I can 
I can relate to how you get there. Life throws all kinds of things at you mm-hmm. that um, that that beg you for a response. Yeah. Yep. Well, when our spouse suffers, you know, the way Dave Harvey puts it is, uh, are we going to be purposefully present? You know, Carl, you mentioned that word just presence, presence. Like, are you there? And he, you know, he points out three biblical examples of spouses who were not purposefully present, right? First is Adam. He was passive uh, when Eve was tempted, and then he swallowed down the fruit as well. Uh, Job's wife said was cynical, right? Her her advice was curse God and die when, when her husband suffered, right? A little harsh. A little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he says Job's wife reminds us that when suffering comes, some spouses totally despair. Yeah. And then, uh, like Abram, uh, some spouses go self-protective, uh, looking at you know his um, giving his wife Sarai into Pharaoh's harem, basically. Uh, and he does it again in chapter 20, uh, the, the king of Gerar, Abimelech. Um, but yeah, when suffering comes, some spouses can be selfish and reckless, even to the point of abuse. So he, you know, he says, he has this kind of summary statement, how we respond when our spouse suffers says a lot about our understanding of marriage, right? Are we in it for what we're going to get for ourselves or are we committed to our spouse with an unqualified affection and love and commitment. Mm-hmm. But then he asks another question when your spouse suffers, who are you? And he's really getting at the same things um, in some ways uh, we've already kind of dipped into it, but there his point is um, this, this really reveals what you think love is right. Uh, how you understand it and live it out, how you embody love. Uh, are you going to sacrifice yourself to serve your suffering spouse or are you going to, you know, pursue your own interests? What are some of the, you mentioned earlier, Shannon, the Dave, the diligent, Dave, the martyr. What are some of these mistakes? He, he's Dave in all of them because he's highlighting his own failures uh, over the years. But what are some of the mistakes that he talks about in this section? That's for everybody. Oh. Not just Shanna. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you highlighted some of them. Um, one of the things that, I mean, I had made little notes, but... Um, with him being diligent, you know, he's diligent just enough, but he's not in, in it totally. Um, martyr, he's, um, uses the spouse's suffering, but points to his own glory and kind of grabs for the attention. Look how I'm serving my yeah, look suffering, serving hurting myself. spouse. Yep. Yeah. That was the yep. one that I, I mean, personally, I felt most convicted by yep. just, just seeing the tendency to make it about me, you know, mm-hmm. like, look at my humble response. Look at my I think you said it at the, at the beginning of this with, with these examples that he shows. I think at every one of them, that's really the problem. It's about, like, in his story, what he's saying is the the spouse who has a spouse that's suffering, because that's him in, in all of these examples, his processing of Kim, his wife's suffering, is really all about him. Mm-hmm. In every one of these responses, it's self-centered, right? His agenda, um, which is really what cut. I mean, to be completely honest, is what was cutting me to the quick. On well, it. I, I like what Dave said in one of these quotes was, um, "Dave won't allow Kim to tell her story of suffering without painting himself into the picture." Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. right. 
And then he says her attempts to share are co-opt by his instinct to relate all the stories of suffering to times when he's felt the same. That landed kind of hard on on me. Just yeah. If you haven't read the chapter yet, you might want to put on uh, some headgear. Uh, you're going to take <laughs> yeah. some blows. <laughs> yes, you uh, will. Well, one of the things that really struck me is the the draw up your will, mm. you know, the absence of faith. Um, mm. One one way that um, that Carl is just so wonderful about serving and just being so sacrificial is um, I tend to be that person being a nurse. You know, a headache is a brain tumor. Um, you know, a stomach ache is appendicitis. You know, it's just, I always go to that next thing or that yeah. worst thing. And um, when I had my spinal tumor and the doctor had come in and was just, it's cancer and was going on about all the treatments. I mean, he would not even entertain the thought that it was going to be cancer or it was going to be bad. And he just wouldn't, wouldn't go there. And so, I mean, I had a friend, I'd called her and was like, okay, I want to plan the shaving the head party. I went to, you know, Carl won't even go there with me. And he had crawled into bed, the hospital bed. And he said, we are just not going to talk about that. God is, God is a God of healing. And he said, we're going to talk instead about what we're going to do when you get through this. Mm -hmm. And so he's just so good at pointing out God's providence and God's sovereignty and he just lays down his life on a daily basis. And yeah, I, that reminds me that by the same token, when I got my kidney cancer diagnosis, Shanna was, well, our lives are going to change, but I'm ready to do it. We're going we're gonna to get through it, and we'll make the changes we need to make. And, yeah. But I, I think a lot of times we live in such a disposable society. Everything's disposable. And I think there's a can be an attitude, and he kind of hints at this in one of the, the like to draw it up, Will, Dave. Um, that we're just going to just get rid of it, right? We'll just move on. I don't need this relationship. I don't need to commit to it. Um, hmm. we'll, we'll just dispose of it. Hmm. And you just really need to have an attitude of, I'm in this. I, I made a vow. I'm in this for the long haul, no matter what. And yeah. I will choose joy. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God for his grace in your hearts and marriage and that you uh, have each experienced the blessing of a spouse trusting God, uh, looking the, in the face of suffering and, and looking at hard days and, and choosing to, to trust him and to, to fight for joy in him. Praise him. So thank you, our listeners, for tuning in to this episode and uh, listening in on uh, part one of this conversation uh, that Brian and I had with Carl and Shanna Moss about suffering and God's good purposes in it. I uh, hope you're helped and encouraged, and I hope to see you on the uh, second part of this episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Shaped Home Podcast, produced by Providence Baptist Church of Raleigh, North Carolina. For more information and resources from Providence, visit us online at pray.org. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts.